0: Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. Sweat soaking
1: through (laughs) the Dude, it's fine. I uh, I I'm trying to figure out my mic situation, it's just not great, so
0: the North London Derby tomorrow. Let's go, dude. You excited, man? I uh, am. Yeah, I am It's uh, coming for you. Yeah, running at you.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's only this moment. Don't care what So
0: that's great. Oh no, I've been a soccer fan like my whole life. Just so nice. I uh, how
1: would you pick ours? I'm just curious
0: uh, how people actually feel. Uh, so, so my brother was a Liverpool <laughs> fan, and I wanted to be nothing that like him. Find something else, and then I think it was like the name of my nine, like my U9 soccer team, and then kind of just I was like, wow. And I loved like Gary Henry and Dennis Bergkamp yep. were there too, so I was just like, those were my two favorite players, and like Sol Campbell and like Patrick Vieira, Freddie Muller, all those guys. I just loved them so. Like FIFA 2004 was oh good, oh, awesome game. Yeah. <laughs> Are we waiting
1: on another guy? No, it's just going to be us. So, I appreciate you coming for on. Sure. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, so, I, so initially when I, I, I didn't get into soccer until like fucking this ago. but like, I wanted to pick like top top-six wants to see, right? And Arsenal was obviously struggling. So, like, fuck it, let's just do them. Because it'd be three different versions of players, like,
0: or, you know, so, fuck Yeah, I mean, all, all of my yeah. friends were either United fans or. Of a couple city, and it's just like I can't do it, but I'm also a terrible Arsenal fan because, like, last year,
1: oh, dude, don't. That was, no, was just uh,
0: yeah, I'm a bad, like, sports fan in general. Like, if something starts going bad, I'm like, you know what, we'll try it again next year, <laughs>
1: but also, like, this year with Arsenal starting off with like four straight runs, I'm like, yeah. hey, you
0: know, maybe yeah. we could actually win this. Year.
1: I can't wait to be disappointed. Oh, 100%. You know what, the bar sets the low where I just thought it would be a great idea. But, <laughs> Alright, man, I appreciate you coming on here. <laughs> so, if uh, my intel is correct, you're in Notre Dame. Yep. Can you give me one, just before we get into the picks this week, can you give me any insight on Marcus Freeman, how you feel about him, is he the guy, what the fuck is wrong with Notre Dame?
0: Honestly, I don't think there's anything wrong right now. You run into Ohio State and play them close, and then obviously you have just an absolutely terrible game. But Marshall's a decent football team. I think we had the wrong quarterback in there to start.
1: So here's my thing. Why can't you get a better quarterback?
0: I think Drew Pine is a fine quarterback for that. I just think (laughs) that Tyler Buckner is not good. And I think Kelly ran out probably who would be if Notre Dame had Phil Dracovic. Different story.
1: Do you think Brian Kelly is going to fare well at LSU, or do you think that's just going to be like
0: a doomed relationship? It's Like watching your mother-in-law drive off a cliff, <laughs> you hate to see it, but you can't stop watching it. Uh,
1: it sucks because I've heard a, I've read a lot online where I think people are saying like Brian Kelly could definitely win in like a an SEC championship in a couple years. Personally, I don't see that happening. I think Notre Dame was his best shot to like keep that. But obviously, Notre Dame hasn't fared well. And, um, well, I guess either BCS polls or New Year's Six, I, th- I believe they're one in eight, maybe since like 2002. They're really fucking bad.
0: Oh, yeah. It comes to the bowl games. And the only thing that we accomplish is like having Jalen Smith snap his leg in half.
1: And that's obviously not your ideal scenario. So I, I'll give you all the kudos on that. Um, yeah. So let's just get into the picks today, man. So uh, before we just hop in here, welcome to Johnny Radio, the MBNH podcast. So I just want to give you a minute to promote yourselves because I fucking love what you guys do. I, uh, and you guys are in fucking North Dakota, right? So that's, yeah fucking absurd and uh but apparently like what i've been like fun with you guys on social media like you guys like go to bars do live shows like that's pretty fucking awesome
0: yeah i mean there's so the winter everything kind of like even summer it's like there's there's stuff going on there's a river here but jordan and i had a podcast way back when called blurred vision sports talk and we're like we need to bring that back in some sort of compact capacity and so we're like hey, we can talk sports. So it started out as like, we're going to talk sports. And then it kind of like slowly evolved where it's like, I don't think we talked about sports at all that last episode. So, and then we were getting like different guests and we were getting these actors. We had like, just getting all all ranges of guests. And we're like, I think we're more into comedy because that's all we're doing Mm -hmm. right now. So we started... No brains, no headache podcast in May of 2020, mid-pandemic, no one was doing anything. And then is it that, just kind is of
1: that, is that when you guys started because I think that's when I picked you up on you guys.
0: Yeah, so we are just over two years into it. That's awesome.
1: So I uh I actually started my Johnny Radio podcast around the same time because mostly I just started it as a um like a creative outlet to like give my friends to like talk to during the pandemic. You know what I mean? Cause like we couldn't do shit and we were, we were just all like stuck inside. And then I started like being able to reach out to like some pretty decent like comedy guests. Like, I don't know if you know, like Jared Freed, um, uh, some of the Barstool people and being able to get them on the show. is actually like kind of enlightening. You know what I mean? Like people yeah. just wanted to talk.
0: Yeah. And so like, that's kind of how we got into it. And then we were, making some like mutual friends and then it's like it kind of snowballs and so we're like it kind of kept picking up traction and kept growing and growing and then we're like having a lot of fun with it and we're like this is where we can take no brains no headache we're just two guys from north dakota we don't <laughs> we don't have the best setup we have we don't we're not sound technicians but We do know how to have a good time and we do know how to entertain people. So we kind of used both those, started doing comedy, started doing live shows, watch parties. We're still into sports. We still talk about it, but it's like we like to make people laugh.
1: No, I I give you guys all the kudos in the world because you understood how to, like, take that and run with it. You know what I mean? Like, you're just a couple guys from North Dakota. Let's have fun. Let's do this. And then you guys actually –
0: created a pretty good following you know so that's awesome yeah i'll be the i'll be the first to say i'm a little bit pessimistic so when we have these things where it's like oh keep growing and i'm like honestly i didn't expect this i was expecting to have fun and, <laughs> and jordan's like dude we're doing a good job we just got to keep it up and i was like oh, okay like not really paying that much attention to it then all of a sudden it kind of clicked and i was like holy shit like people are actually paying attention to this you got people like coming up to me, like walk by, and you're like, no brains, no headache, at a bar. And then <laughs> one with or like
1: So can I ask you down. this? how did you guys how'd you guys come up with that name? Or why was that name chosen? So have you seen the
0: movie Out Cold? I have, yeah. So Zach Alphanact Zach Alphanactus character says, We have a saying around here, no brains, no headache. And so we okay. always say that. <laughs> and we were like thinking of names and like, this was the dumbest thing that we've done. And we've done some doozies, but like we had a notepad going, We were like writing down words. We we're like, how do we, it's like, <laughs> what do we name it? And then Jordan starts writing down, like, like just things he sees around the room. And then all of a sudden he just said, no brains, no headache. And we're like, yeah, that's it. We're done.
1: So do you guys live together or how's that work as far as like recording? Uh, no.
0: So I have a house. I think if we lived together, we'd kill each other. Um, <laughs> That's fair enough. Yeah. So, so I have a house. It has entirely too many bedrooms, humble brag. Um, <laughs> so we just turned one into a podcast studio. And I mean, Jordan spends a good amount of time here, but like, I mean, we're constantly communicating constantly, like trying to like, what can we do better? um but yeah i mean we're we're all over the place uh like both working full-time jobs so it's like when we do get time and and so it's 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 kind of fun because it's like we talk about life in north dakota but we also like we're relatively national so it's it's, it's fun because we have this map in our studio where it's like here's where all of our guests are from and we're in like I think we've had people from like 26 states or something, a couple different countries, but yeah, it's, it's fun.
1: Yeah. That's awesome, man. Uh, Yeah, man. I, uh, yeah. I give you guys all the credit in the world. Um, actually one of my colleagues actually, so he lives in South Dakota, Sioux Falls. And, uh, yeah, he just pitches about how he wants to get out one day, but like, if you guys are doing a great thing in North Dakota, fucking man keep it out like uh, my co-host actually he couldn't be on the call today obviously but he's in new york and uh he's doing a bunch of podcasts and stuff so that's just seems to be the hub so it's actually nice to see like people in like the well for
0: lack of a better term, like midwestern states like
1: kill it you know
0: yeah it's 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 weird because like the people we get to it's sometimes it's just random like there was this one comedian we had on, Seth Tippett's. He's hilarious. And so I'm like reaching out and then like we start talking and then he's, I'm like, where are you at? He's like, uh, south of Salt Lake city. And I was like, <laughs> didn't expect that one. Yeah. So was, that's... We're all over the place, but people are too. So it's like, we're, we're bringing this different perspective. And a lot of times our guests are like super intrigued about North Dakota.
1: Yeah, I think one of the greatest things about the pandemic and what happened with that, with COVID, was that, like, we actually are able to talk to, like, random people like you. and You know what I mean? Like, this probably wouldn't have even been done unless that happened. You know what I mean? So, there's a silver lining.
0: Yeah, and and two, with, like, kind of the pandemic being over and, had, like, having a podcast is work, like. Everyone starts one, but a lot of them so, last, like, three episodes.
1: So I didn't I didn't realize this because, okay, so I'm a little bit bitter because I'm very against, like, all of, like, the celebrities creating podcasts because they can, obviously, and people will follow them. <laughs> but, like, I liked podcasts before they were cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think you were, like, the same way. Like, I listened to them, and then, like, when COVID happened, people are like, oh, I'm bored. I'll just start a podcast. But at the same time, like... I just don't like how these celebrities just so like, yeah, we'll start a podcast and make a couple million dollars off of that. And then we're like struggling to uh,
0: get, you know, hundred viewers. Yeah. I can't compete with Michelle Obama doing a podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. And uh, yeah, it sucks, but it is what it is. Right. And we're here. So, uh, you yeah, know, let's do some college football pickups, man. You feeling down for that? I'm all in. All right, i uh, I'm going to run through – so I got eight picks. I'm going to run through a couple games here, and I want to get your intakes on them before I chime in here. Uh, tonight, actually, Washington is going to UCLA. Washington looks like a pretty good football team. I mean, they beat the piss out of Michigan State, who I hate. Um, UCLA, 4-0 for – I don't even know how. I don't think they're that good. But Washington's ranked fifteen. Any thoughts on that?
0: Uh, I think Washington is like the public favorite by a million just because of their quarter. So I'm good. I've been kind of fading the public recently on advice of a friend, and it's paid out pretty well. So I do like my, I would say Washington. See, I do like 40 points.
1: I do like that, too, and I've been fading the public on a lot of these games, but also this weekend I think I have a lot of favorites, so we're going to see what happens. Washington's minus 2.5 right now. I think they're the better team. They could easily win by a field goal. But uh, one of the interesting games, too, is Michigan at Iowa at Kinnick. It's a noon game. They're 10.5-point favorites. Michigan hasn't played anyone this entire year. I mean, they played UConn, Hawaii, and some other what should be an FCS school. They really haven't shown that much. They're str- they struggled with Marino a little bit last weekend, but I think 10.5 points is too much. I like Iowa in this game. I know they can't score, but maybe they could surprise us.
0: I mean, their their defense doesn't allow points. So if Michigan wins 10-0 to – I wouldn't be surprised.
1: Honestly, I honestly I would put them at like thirteen to three, and that's why I don't like this hook necessarily at ten and a half, but a thirteen to three game would not surprise me whatsoever.
0: I mean, it's going to come down to the end, just hoping on a garbage time field goal or something like that. And I also have a bone to pick with Iowa. So my fam- a lot of my family's from Iowa, and so they're <sighs> like, I "Go!" It's like I don't feel this, but. It- Really like the what's waved to the children's hospital, but those <sighs> kids have to be because that game is so flipping boring.
1: <laughs> so, I actually was thinking about this too because I know they do that in the first quarter, which is a good thing because uh, that's the only reason Iowa can get any attention whatsoever. But if those kids are watching the game, and if I was one of those kids, I'd be like fuck this, this is the most boring thing in
0: the world I've ever seen. Yeah, you have a shitty view of a shitty football team <laughs> that doesn't even score points.
1: And they score. One
0: thing, if you watch Hawaii where they throw the ball like 75 times a game and like there's – it's like watching Amos Winston. Like there's going to be picks, but there's going to be touchdowns. Iowa, you don't have that luxury.
1: Yeah, I love how you brought up Jameis Winston because he's the exact reason I have him on my fantasy team. Like, he might throw, I don't know, 20 interceptions, but hopefully he might throw, like, 50 touchdowns. But (laughs) uh, Iowa won at Rutgers last week, and I think they scored two defensive touchdowns, and they won, like, 27 to 10. And that's just really sad. But it is what it is. I... Okay, so the Ole Miss game this week against uh, – who is that? I think it's Arkansas, right? Kentucky. Oh, it's Kentucky, yeah. So I think Kentucky is the most overrated team in number seven. I don't think they should be number seven at all. I love Ole Miss on that. They're only catching six and a half. I think
0: they easily win by a touchdown. Oh, hands down. I think – is it at Ole Miss?
1: It's at Ole Miss, yeah.
0: It has to be. Yeah, I think – I don't think that Will Levis can compete in so Oxford. So
1: did you see a couple of those reports where they were saying that Will Levis might be the number one overall pick next year? And he is just not yeah, that good. I'm I, sorry.
0: Like Whatever drug reports, some just ridiculous. So
1: he was obviously a transfer from Penn State, which is my alma mater. And uh, – he was just never that good, and he's still not that good. Kentucky is definitely not that good. I know they're 4-0, but they're going to get their ass beat by Tennessee and Georgia later this year, and I think this is where they come to check reality a little bit, like in Oxford against Ole Miss.
0: I, I just think the, the SEC beats up on half of the – like. They kind of beat each other up, and then there's you got your like horses of Georgia and Alabama, and usually throw in one more that's going to make a near six bowl. But it's like we all know what we're going to get out of the SEC. We're going to get a bunch of really good teams and a bunch of really good NFL players.
1: Pretty much it. So, yeah, I couldn't agree more. Uh, so Minnesota has been the surprising team in the Big Ten. They actually look really good. I know Tanner Morgan's on his six year uh, he's been I feel like he's been there since like 2017 uh which he actually has been uh they're 11 and a half point favorites against Purdue and I think purdue is actually a really decent team um and I they're two and two right now they have obviously close losses against Penn State and Syracuse but I love Penn, I love purdue getting the points here 10 and a half. I think Minnesota a great team, but I think they might be in a little bit of a letdown spot here. So we'll see.
0: Yeah, I mean, so North Dakota being so close to Minnesota, and I'm not a fan of any Minnesota sports teams like most of the people here. So once my team eventually gets eliminated or give up, so after one or two weeks, I take all the joy in the world of watching Minnesota people like overhype their team and then just it collapses onto them.
1: So back in 2019, I actually went to the Minnesota Penn state game uh, at Minnesota and they won that game, unfortunately. And they thought like, Oh, we're back. Like this is going to be a good program. And then they have had a couple down years. And now this year, I think, I think what's going to end up happening is they're going to win the West They'll play Ohio State probably in the uh in the Big Ten championship, but they just get their fucking ass destroyed. I don't like Minnesota. It, what what's so you don't root for Minnesota sports teams? What's your NFL
0: team? Carolina.
1: Carolina. So you're you are you a relatively Baker guy? Or how do you feel about him?
0: I I love Baker. So I've had Baker's Oklahoma jersey. <laughs> for like six years and so I was pumped to get him and it's like that's better than having Sam Darnold check down and deciding a running quarterback when you're on yeah, the but, five but, nine, ba- but, ba-
1: but Baker is also a
0: check down guy I mean there's really no potential there right I think last year he was playing hurt I like his swagger that he has like I want him to Dragging his nuts Someone's basically before a Kansas game I want that
1: Yeah, to be fair and I, I think mean, my- that
0: honestly <laughs> We're pretty Abysmal right now So if it's anything Maybe we'll get a little like, Fandom out of it I don't know, maybe we'll attract some free agents
1: I mean, my quarterback's Mr. Trubisky, so I really can't talk shit So I honestly I'd rather have Baker than him But, uh, (laughs) all right, so uh, Alabama's going to Arkansas, and Alabama has shown some faults this year. Arkansas seems like I think they're a little bit overrated. They kind of got the check down last week against Texas A&M, but I think they're a frisky team. The spread on this is Alabama minus 17, and I don't see a world where Alabama could actually cover that. I like
0: Arkansas here. I could agree with you there. I think Arkansas team Alabama is very they could score sixty points, but they could also lose. Like, so I don't th- think this, this isn't an Alabama team.
1: I think they could go either way here. I think Alabama could win by forty, or Arkansas is gonna keep it close within a field goal. And that's the only reason why I like the seventeen point spread.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's. I think it's a pretty safe pick.
1: Ohio State at home against Rutgers. That spread's 40 points. I don't think any Big Ten spread should be 40 points, but Rutgers is decent. Ohio State's kind of on a roll right now. But if you look at the spread, Ohio State has to score probably 56 maybe to – Cover this, and then maybe give Rutgers fourteen points. I I don't like that at all. I'm going to take Rutgers plus points.
0: Oh, I'm I'm the other way. I think Ohio State's going to win seventy-five six.
1: They could easily do that. That's that's my problem. So I can't figure out like what's the best play for that because they could easily just win like. I mean, the way they looked against Wisconsin the other week was fucking fantastic.
0: Well, Uh, them coming in in Notre Dame, I don't think I took a shit for like two days before because I was just like, we might lose by a million points.
1: Was that Notre Dame? Was that Notre Dame's like best win of the season of keeping Ohio State within eleven or whatever it was? Honestly, if
0: if we didn't have Tyler Buckner playing quarterback, (laughs) I genuinely think we could have won that game.
1: Honestly, I thought you should have won that game, but like the defense was awesome. It was just like the offense, like you guys couldn't like you couldn't do it, you know what I mean?
0: Our best plays was Ohio State getting penalties.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's not exactly what,
0: was what our you offense. <laughs> it was. It right. was like it was And of course, I was just I was having a couple pops. And I was, like, all over the place. I was like, we might be the best team in college football. And then I was like, you know, let's just head home. We're going to lose. And then like, <laughs> it, was, it was a roller coaster. And then I was like, woke up the next morning. I was like, well.
1: I, I just I just remember watching that game. I'm like, can Notre Dame finally turn it on here? Because they're so fucking close. But they never did. So that's – I guess that's what it is. Um Notre okay. Uh, gonna three- win
0: a national championship, I'm gonna die right away,
1: dude. I I don't think Notre Dame's ever gonna win again, but uh, I think I. So I have two programs that are definitely dead, and two programs that are gonna come back. I think Texas is gonna be back. Um. And I think USC is going to be back. The two programs I don't expect to come back are Nebraska. They're just fucking dead. And Miami. So I, I think they're just dead programs.
0: Yeah, so my, my entire family on my – so my dad and brother are huge Nebraska fans. They live in Omaha, and everyone down there is just like – Frost is our hero. And then at the end of it, like I was in the in the airport flying out, right when he got fired, <laughs> and there was like a celebration. They were like,
1: "Thank you, God!" You know what sucks? Like he was, he would. If you look back on that in retrospect, he was the best hire. But the fuck? Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like the fact that it just didn't work out is like so depressing. You know what I mean?
0: It's nothing against. Him, I think he was put in an impossible situation because he's in Big 12 territory trying to recruit big ten kids.
1: Yeah, but he still couldn't win those close games, like at all. And it sucks when you see like yeah, a guy like Adrian Martinez at Kansas State, like killing it, and then just having that. Yeah, it, yeah, it's it's hard to put it on Scott Frost. So, like, I I do think he will land on his feet and go to a G5 school and probably kill it. But Nebraska was just not a good thing for him.
0: Uh, he kind of reminds me of the coach water Waterboy whenever he gets in a close game and he just kind of clamors up. Yep. That's Scott Frost. Yep.
1: <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Uh, actually, that's a great analogy. Um, okay, three more games here. Baylor... At home two and a half against Oklahoma State I love Oklahoma State here I think they're a way better team than Baylor and even though Baylor's a decent team I like Oklahoma State here they are quietly sleeping in the big 12 and I think they have a very good chance to win that to win that conference.
0: At Oklahoma State so last year uh, the podcast went down to Texas to watch Oklahoma State play Texas. And Texas, the atmosphere before the game, an 11 a.m. game, I don't think I've ever drank that early. (laughs) And I'm like, it's like 8.30 in the morning, and you're like, I shouldn't be this drunk. And then you go into the game, and Texas fans are absolutely the craziest fans I've ever seen. They are yelling at, like, the assistant O-line coach that, like, it's his fault a guard missed a block. They know all the coaches' names, like, just screaming at them. And Oklahoma State was, like, a game they just kind of, like, held off the fans for the first quarter and a half and then just kind of put it on them.
1: Yeah, I think – so Texas, like, their fans are – I think they're a little bit delusional, but they are very passionate, and I give them that. Honestly, I think they could be the best team in the Big 12 uh, once they get Quentin Ewers back. And I think Sarkeesian is doing a good job there. I mean, everyone was so high on them after they barely lost to Alabama. But, again, Alabama has shown their faults. But I think Texas is going to be in pretty good shape. But I also think Oklahoma State, they – They're a very good – like, quietly, they are one of the best programs in the Big 12 over the past 10 years. And they really start out really well, but they always shit the bed at the end of the year. So, if they lose this game, I would not
0: be surprised at all. I think it's going to be a really good game, and honestly, I could see this being – depending on Oklahoma and how a tiebreaker works out, this could very well be the Big 12 title game.
1: Yeah, and, and honestly, that's why I like Oklahoma State plus two-and-a-half because I think it might be a field goal game, even if it's in Waco. But, uh, yeah, uh, the last two games here, Wake, so Wake Forest probably should have won that game against Clemson last week. But, I mean, that was an awesome game. It didn't work out in their favor. But they play Florida State, who is 4-0, and Mike Norvell is sort of – Now, give himself another shot here. Do you believe in Wake Forest at all? I like the quarterback.
0: I despise Florida State. So I I think the stupid chop (laughs) and I hate their program.
1: So I think Hartman has the advantage with like the Wake Forest quarterback because like that offense is fucking legit. Florida State also has a good quarterback, but I don't believe in Florida State at all. I think Wake goes in there and actually wins by at least two touchdowns, even though FSU's favored by I six think, and a half.
0: I think Florida State's a hand grenade, and that could go off, and they could be that whole – like, if they lose seven games in a row here, I wouldn't be surprised.
1: No, they could easily go like they're four and out right now. I think they could easily finish like seven and five, and they'll go two and two and seven over or two and five over that stretch. They're a little bit overhyped.
0: Have fun at the the Music City Bowl, right? I mean, I guess
1: actually, to be fair, if they just get a bowl game, that'd probably be a win in their eyes. So, uh. Okay, two two more games left. I want to talk about this one, and I want to talk about another one in the Big 12. Texas A&M at Mississippi State. The Mississippi State kind of got fucked against LSU. They didn't play that well. I, I think they're the better team. Texas A&M is just a fucking perennial disappointment. I like Bull Rogers here, the quarterback for Mississippi State. I think they're gonna sling it out against am even though am has a relatively good defense this line is minus four Mississippi State I think they're gonna win by e- easily with the touchdown so that's who I like
0: yeah I I don't know like honestly this game I I looked at it and I don't know who's gonna win but the over looks so at 45 and a half right now.
1: So, I think Mississippi State could easily score 30. And and as long as, like, Texas A&M can manage two touchdowns, that over is, like, cake, I think.
0: Well, like, honestly, Mississippi State could put that – because they don't like to play defense. They're a big 12 team right now in the SEC. Exactly.
1: So, I think they could easily – I think that's an easy over. I like that call a lot um in the last game here and i love to bring these guys up, the Kansas Jayhawks they're they're 3 and 0 4 and 0 right now at home against Iowa State Kansas by the FPI only has a 38% chance to win which doesn't make any sense in my opinion i think Iowa State is very overrated i love what Leipold is doing there for the Jayhawks uh, he's. I really hope he stay. He stays as coach of Kansas, but there's going to be some opportunities for him to leave and get a better technical head coaching job. I love Kansas here.
0: I I like Kansas on the money line. I'm 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 on board for a team that has sucked for so long. Like, not since, like, what was his name? Like, Scott Reesing or something in 2007. He was like a five foot four quarterback.
1: Yeah. uh, I mean, really, really, it was since like 2000, what was it, 2007 where they had Mangino where they went 13 and 0. Like, yeah, but the but the sad part is the AP voters don't recognize Cam, like because they've been so bad they don't recognize them as being like a top twenty five team and I think they are honestly with their offense their offense is clicking, uh their quarter their quarterback uh, Jalen Daniels is fucking on fire. I think they're gonna get, they're gonna get enough points to cover the spread easily against Iowa State, who I think is very
0: overrated. So hammering Kansas this weekend. Yeah, I I, I, I like that pick. Like, I've, Honestly, I could see them winning outright fairly easily. Uh, one game I actually wanted to ask you about yeah. was Clemson and State because I know absolutely nothing about NC State.
1: So I do a little bit, and uh here's here's where my opinion lies. I think I think NC State is a very, very good football team. Their quarterback is playing his ass off. The problem is they haven't been in a situation like this where they're a top 10 team and they're playing another top 10 team, and they don't I don't think they know how to handle it. I think Clemson, even though that you could put them a little bit down this year, I think they're still a very good team. I think DJ is gonna fucking kill it this week. And I don't know. I'm just gonna look up the spread right now because I
0: didn't have it. Um, it's uh minus seven minus, for Clemson.
1: Yeah, I think I think Clemson will easily win by two touchdowns. I love Clemson here in this spot. I think they're just a better program and where they know how to I'm, handle this type of situation.
0: I was thinking about betting the under, but I haven't bet an under since Duke, Kentucky played basketball in like 2018 or 19. I bet an under that and it went over by like 65 points. <laughs> I've never been more ashamed in my entire life.
1: So that's kind of the reason why I don't bet unders anymore because like I, I usually get beat by them. Um and- and all that over hoping is obviously more fun. Point is a shitty football game.
0: Yeah, you're exactly. you're hoping for a shitty football game.
1: Exactly. Like uh I took like North Carolina, I took their overs every every week this year and they've been killing it because they score points they might lose but like they just know how to score points and they have the worst defense probably in the in the power 5 in my opinion. So That's always a great one, although they play Virginia Tech this week, and eh, I don't know. We'll see. But, yeah, the NC State, I'm rooting for NC State. I hope they get it, but I got all my faith in Clemson.
0: Yeah, I'll agree with that.
1: Cool. Sounds good, man. Uh, You got any other games to – you're looking at it because the only other one I'm going to be a homer pick. And I'm going to take Penn State minus 25 against Northwestern. I I don't know. I, I don't like taking Penn State against the spread, but I think Northwestern is just a terrible team. And I think Penn State is just going to beat. The I, I have a them. quick
0: question about Northwest. Like, how did Northwestern become so terrible all of a sudden? Because they it, never had good players, but they're always relevant.
1: So, it's that goddamn like uh, academic requirement, and that's why they can't get the players. But at the same time, like Pat Fitzgerald has been recruiting his ass off and done a great job with that. I think he's gonna. I think his job's in jeopardy this year because if Northwestern continues on that down streak this year, they might finish three and nine, and I don't think that's going to be acceptable from the Northwestern standpoint. The only silver lining is they did beat Nebraska, but also Nebraska's
0: a poor team. So take that for what it's worth. I'll agree with that. But honestly, who wants the Northwestern job? Like a D three offensive coordinator?
1: I think a yeah, G five like- I think a G five top coach would probably take it. But, like, they've had Fitzgerald, and it's like the same thing with like Kerr Ferentz in Iowa. Like, they've had them for 16, 17 years. And they might just realize, like, that's the best they're ever going to do. You know what I mean? So they just might accept that and never fire him because, honestly, how could you fire him? But at the same time, like, you look at the programs like you know Auburn and Nebraska where they're just fed up with, like, hey, we're not winning, so get the fuck out.
0: Yeah.
1: Cool, man. I appreciate you coming on. This has been great. I will. Yeah, I'll uh, make.
0: uh, I'll make one. I'll make one last plug. Uh, It's No Brains No Headache podcast. We're at NBNH podcast. Uh, NBNH podcast on all social media platforms. We got Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Uh, You look us up. Come on over. Listen, water's nice and warm. (laughs) <laughs> and yeah, uh, yeah, these, thanks for having yeah, me give, on, man. I really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, give these North, North Dakota boys some props. Um, I will be sure to plug this on all of my platforms as well. And uh, I'll probably get this all tomorrow. I'm probably just gonna drink tonight and just forget my life.
0: So there's that. Well, I'll be up at 6 30. Come on, you gunners! <laughs> all
1: right, we'll see how our college picks you Go follow MBNH podcast on right. Instagram, and Twitter. Yeah, All right, man. I'll talk to you later, bro.